Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Stuff We Love Podcast. I am Scott, and I am honored to be joined tonight by Joe. Joe, how are you? I'm doing well. How's everybody? Doing fine. And we are welcoming back to the podcast, returning champion. She was on the Taylor Swift playlist episode, and she's back again tonight. Please welcome Alex to the show. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing well, Scott. Thanks for having me, guys. Great to have you. We're thrilled to have you here tonight on the podcast, and we're really excited because what we're doing tonight on the Stuff We Love podcast is we're kicking off what I guess you could call our health and wellness series. This is the first episode that we're going to be doing, which is devoted to exercise, fitness, dieting, and all that stuff. And we're going to be speaking in particular tonight about Peloton, which Joe, Alex, and I are all big fans of and use quite frequently. And we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. But first, let me begin by asking, uh, I'll ask Alex first, how are you? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. One of my favorite topics ever, Peloton. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to hear what you have to say uh, about the topic tonight. And, and Joe, how are you tonight? Also doing okay. You know, busy week this week. And uh, this is uh, going to be a great conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Me too. And uh, I thought we would begin tonight by going around the table, this virtual table, if you're, if you could picture it in your minds, and we'll start with Alex. And I just wanted each of you to tell me and our listeners, and then I'll do the same, a little bit about your fitness journey. How long have you been working out? What got you into fitness? And uh, what took you to the point you are now? So Alex, give us a little bit of background, please. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, so dating myself <laughs> back to high school, I played a ton of sports, soccer, lacrosse. Um, I've always been a runner, kind of just went through my college career as a runner and just doing it to relieve stress and have that, you know, out of my own mind, um, you know, space. And when I got older and I had a job, it was harder to run for a long, for a long time. Um, and I just needed something new and fresh. I got really, really hurt. Side note. Um, and somebody told me one day, they're like, we're all going to do this cycle class, but I don't think you can do it because you won't be able to make it through. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go try it. Um, and that's what led me to get the Peloton at the beginning of quarantine. And now I just cycle every single day <laughs> for what feels like hours upon hours because I can't stop. Wow. That's, that's great. Um, so you was running your main sport when you were younger? track. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just ever any sport that I played involved so much running that I feel like that kind of became the hobby outside of playing the actual sport. When you attended your first cycle class, because of what people had said that, you know, you may not be able to do it. Were you nervous? Were you intimidated? You know, a little bit. And I didn't want to go in with the attitude of I'm going to show them. It was more of like me proving to myself that I can do it. Just not that I was scared to do it before, but I, it just was never something that like occurred to me, like I was never one to go to a scheduled class that I had to drive to. Um, right. I always had, yeah. I always used like the school gym or I would run outside. So I never had that. I'm going to get in the car and go drive somewhere. Um, so spinning never really occurred. To, like it just never occurred to me to do that. So uh, this and then, class was at a gym. Was this at a gym? No, no. My first spin class ever was on the Peloton actually. Oh, wow. Okay. I have never gotten on a spin bike before, <laughs> before. So it was completely new to me. Um, but to answer your question, Scott, I don't think I was intimidated. I think I was more of like, you know, no, I can do this. And if I can, I'll figure out a way to do it. Oh, I was confused. So people were saying when you were debating getting the Peloton that you would have uh, issues spinning. 
Yeah, no, I, I actually didn't go. I'm sorry. That was confusing. No. So the class that they were going to was actually like get in the car and drive there. And yeah, they were just like, well, you probably can't come because you can't do it. And that's mm. what I when I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll think about getting the Peloton at the beginning of quarantine, um, which I did. The lesson is so never doubt class. Alex. Never doubt Alex. Yes, this is true, Scott. <laughs> cool. And Joe, how about you? Tell us a little bit about your fitness journey. I don't know if I'd call it a journey per se, but, uh, you know, this, this goes back, I don't know, a couple of years. I was never, unlike Alex, I was not an athlete in high school. If I don't even have any letters, but if I was going to get one, it'd be like as a manager, um, <laughs> for the teams. But so, I, I mean, I was always in okay shape. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of physical jobs, so that was good for me, but, you know, I, I would say 10 years ago or so I said to myself, I, I'm going on a trip. I want to go to some national parks and I don't want to just sit there and look at the, you know, look out at the, uh, the viewpoints. I want to hike. So I said, what do I have to do to get myself into shape to like climb these mountains? So that's when I really started going to the gym and, um, you know, just working out, getting just in better shape. And of course it goes up and down over the years. Um, but you know, eventually I said to myself, let's, let's climb half dome in Yosemite national park. And we, so you have to train for that. It's like a long hike and, you know, I'm not young anymore. So I had to kind of figure out what I needed to do, go to, I, you know, I started getting into some shape, eating better, doing some cardio and uh, that, you know, continued um, until this year with quarantine and everything. And like Alex, I was one of those people who said, what can I do to uh, continue exercising at home and, and things? So I started running and outside, which I had never done before. The first time I did it, I was like, I, I don't even like this. I can't do this, but you stick with it. I mean, and, you know, eat better and things like that. And then I, eventually I said, it's going to be winter soon. Let's get the Peloton. And the same thing like you, Alex, I had never done a spin class either until I decided to get the Peloton. I always wanted it. I wanted it for years. Um, and people were telling me that is crazy. I'll never use it. Well, I showed them wrong, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, so that's kind of how it got me here. Never doubt Joe either. That's the That's lesson. Right. There. Never doubt Joe. You know what's funny, Joe? I actually had so my boss was telling me that he had one at work. And that's what like got the idea in my head, like a few months before quarantine. And I actually called him the first day I got on the bike and I was like, How do I use these shoes? Like what uh -huh. am I yeah. how do I clip out? Like I was actually stuck on the bike. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one. That's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. do that. <laughs> Joe, you do a lot of traveling still uh, to national parks. When you are getting ready for a trip, do you go through any particular types of training or do you find that your general fitness regimen prepares you for your trips? I mean, it depends on, on the hike and what I'm doing. Like right now, my general fitness is okay. And I, I you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm like, I can just roll up and do certain hikes. But mm -hmm. like, for example, this summer, I'm, I'm climbing Mount Whitney in California. I have to train for that. So I'll, I'll take a treadmill. I'll put it on a very high incline and just walk. Um, I'll walk outside, run outside, and then the Peloton and other things like that for cardio and, and some weight training too. Um, you know, like it's, uh, it's just things that would work your, uh, your leg muscles and things like that, just to get you in shape to do these hikes. I mean, some of them are very intense. Some of them are not, but mm -hmm. it, you know, I, I just don't want to be that person who doesn't make it because of my fitness. Right. So interesting. Yeah. Well, Joe, that's great. Thank you for that. And uh, I'll just tell uh, you a little bit about my fitness journey. Uh, over the years on and off, I would go through phases where I would gain weight and then I'd hit the gym and I'd lose weight 
and then I put it back on. So I've seen statistics that the vast majority of people that lose weight end up putting it back within a certain amount of time. And I definitely fell into that category. I did belong to a gym which had a spin studio and I periodically went uh, spinning. As a matter of fact, one time I found myself sitting in the cycle studio next to Scott Stevens of the New Jersey Devils during a spin class. And I know Alex, you're a fan of the Devils. So that was intimidating and needless to say, he did much better than I did. But I had some experience spinning. But then what happened is I really don't know why. I I can't pinpoint what exactly happened, but I, I let myself go when it came to eating and exercise. And I just kept putting on weight. And my height, I have no problem telling you and our listeners this. I was at 275 pounds and it was too much. And I wasn't happy with the way I looked. I, I, my clothes didn't fit me well. I was, um, I just wasn't pleased. And I knew I had to lose weight. And then, you know, I ended up getting, I was sent for a particular medical test, a cardio test, which showed, quite frankly, I, I, I'll tell you that I was at high risk because of something inside my body for a cardiac event, like a heart attack. That, that's, it was quite scary. That was actually the scare, very scary time. And this was, I guess, in January of 2020 is when that happened. And the doctor said, look, we know how to deal with this. And there's stuff that we can do with medicine and there's stuff that you have to do, meaning diet and exercise. And I knew that. So I had already started to try to lose weight. And that's what really kicked it into high gear. And I had had a Peloton, used it periodically, never consistently. And that's when I said, no, now your mindset has to change. And I started using the Peloton more regularly, started working in some running as well. Um, we'll get to the strength training in a little bit. And then uh, the dieting was a big part of it too. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little more in detail. And since that time, I've been very fortunate that the weight has come off. I've been able to keep it off. And that is what led me to hosting a podcast tonight with, with, with you all talking about Peloton. I love it. Thanks for sharing that with us, Scott. Sure. Of course. Happy to. And this is great because I think we all, uh, we've come to the Peloton in different ways, but at the end of the day, we're all, I think it's fair to say obsessed with it. (laughs) And, um, and all of, all of what we've each just said has led us to following 80 Instagram Peloton accounts (laughs) and checking the Reddit (laughs) Peloton page. But, um, for those of our listeners that don't know what Peloton is about, let me just give a brief summary and Alex and Joe, feel free to chime in if I'm missing anything. I think what Peloton is best known for is their spinning bike, which you purchase and it's delivered to your home. Uh, it comes with a tablet for which you pay a monthly fee and that connects you to classes, both live from the Peloton studios in a non COVID world. There would be other cyclists in the studio with the instructors and you can access the classes on demand. In addition to those cycle classes, you can access strength training classes, which you can watch either on that screen with the bike or on your phone or iPad or TV. And uh, they've recently been in the news because of issues with the treadmill, but they do have a treadmill. And just like classes with the bike, they have classes for the treadmill. And one of the things that I actually didn't even know until recently is that they offer outdoor classes uh, where you could go out and do walking and running and Peloton instructors will guide you through the Peloton app. And if you don't have the bike or the tread, you can pay, I think it's $9.99 a month to access the app and you could use your own equipment, your own weights and your own treadmill and so forth. So that's a little bit of background about the Peloton. And I guess the first question I'll throw out there is how often do you use the the, the bike? We all have the bike, by the way, for our listeners, Alex, Joe, and I each have the bike. And uh, how often do you go spinning on the bike? Oh, every day. Every day. 
every single every day? Every single day. Every single day. And you know what? I've been lately, I know that it's super, super important to take a rest day. And I'm all about that. Um, but I'll do like the recovery rides or like maybe even a like a 10 or 20 minute at max um, low impact if I really need to move my legs like on mm-hmm. a rest day. But every single day, with the exception of being out of the state or away from my home and not having my bike with me, um, because unfortunately wow. you can't move it, <laughs> move it so easily. Um, so, but yeah. So Alex, let me ask you, if you do a ride, that's really intense, like a 45 minute hidden Hills, ride, Hit is high intensity interval training for our listeners. Uh, that really works you very hard. The next day, do you tend to take like a low impact ride or a recovery ride, or do you try to do at least one class a day that really pushes you? Um, lately, since I've kind of been moving out of that, like initial, I just got the Peloton. I'm tr- I'm sort of getting used to it phase. Um, I've been trying to at least push myself three to four times a week. Um, and like, if I do a 45 minute hit in Hills or a 45 minute Tabata or 60 minute Tabata, I'll, I'll take the next day will be like a light day, um, yes. just to give my legs a break. But you know what? It's based on like right now I'm, I'm going based off of how my body's feeling. And mm-hmm. I think that's just so important. And Joe, uh, how often do you do the Peloton bike? The the bike I do about four days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when I first started, I said to myself, I have to use this bike. I'm going to make sure I do it. And, you know, I didn't want to, to, to the, buy the bike and have it be a clothes hanger, but and then I was doing it a little bit more, but I, I would say right now I do the bike, the bike itself about four days a week. When I do the bike on those four days, I do hard, intense classes. I don't. I, I try not to take on the bike rest days mm-hmm. unless unless I did something crazy the day before and now I'm paying for it. But um, you know, I'll, I'll build in a rest day and, and some other things during the other three days of the week. But I'd say four days a week, pretty, you know, religiously. I use the bike itself. Now, Alex, a moment ago you mentioned a sixty-minute Tabata class. Uh, can you tell our listeners what Tabata is? Okay. Tabata is, it's, what is it? Intervals of 20 seconds, right? 20 seconds on 10 seconds off. Right. Um, So you're working harder than you're technically recovering. Um, And it's supposed to be the best way to build your endurance. Right. So the reason I, I wanted to talk about this for a moment is because in my experience, Tabata is the hardest class Peloton offers. Um, definitely. I have done an hour Tabata. I I couldn't even think about that. I don't even actually know if there is an hour Tabata. I think the most is 45 minutes, but I could be wrong. 45 minutes is very difficult. It was tough. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what I was thinking when I woke up and took that alley love 45 (laughs) Tabata. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough (laughs) ride, but But it's a, it's a great workout when you're done with that. You, you feel like you've accomplished something. And you know, what's interesting in my, what I found lately is that the beginning of the workouts tend to be harder than the end of the workouts. You would think it actually would be the other way around, but I find that when I start to work out, I'm rusty. I'm not moving as, um, what's the, as fluidly, if that is fluidly a word, fluidly, fluidly is a word. Yep. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Can you use it in a sense? Well, I'm not moving as fluidly during the start of a 45, at the end of the Tabata workout, Scott was moving more fluidly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, 
Yeah, Tabat is very difficult. I haven't done one of those in a while, but Joe and I this morning, Alex, as I mentioned to you before we went on the air, did a 45-minute Hidden Hills ride, which is uh, very difficult, and that that destroyed us. So that was, a, that was a rough one, but I enjoyed it. Now, yeah. I, when you... Um, first of all, I, Alex, I, I know the answer for this for Joe. Uh, have you ever gone to a live class? Or no, because you got it during quarantine. So Right. right. Yeah. Do you, you have any Joe? desire to go to a live class? I do. Okay. I would love to. But only, I, I think it would be like a one and done for me, just because I want to have the experience. If so you, let me ask you this, Alex, then. Just a quick question on that. On the Peloton, you know, uh, list of classes, some of the classes are older. And when, when they're older, you can see people riding in the studio with the instructors. And then when quarantine came in, obviously they, they, they couldn't do that. So the instructors are basically by themselves uh, talking to the camera. Do you have a preference about which one you like to, to ride with? Great question. Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. I like it better when there's nobody in the background because I find it less distracting. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. Right. I honestly, I hope they never, I, 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 I know, never I know it sounds classes. horrible to say, but I'm so glad you said it <laughs> because I'm thinking the exact same. Do you know that uh, gif of Leonardo DiCaprio from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that always gets a lot of attention where he's sitting there in front of the TV and he's pointing at the, the popcorn and point? Yes. If I was on the Peloton and saw Alex in the studio, that, that would be me. <laughs> I would be pointing. I would be so distracted. I wouldn't be able to even do the ride. I mean, and even right now, looking at the people and I'll call it the audience, but looking at the people in the studio. I, I, I look at them more than I look at everything else. And then I yes. immediately text Scott, like, did you see this guy in the studio? It's, you know, it, it, I can't do it's it. It's funny that you, it's funny that you asked that because if I'm like, sometimes if I want to stack rides, sometimes I'll, I try to do an hour, um, on my, on my tough days. So even if it's like three 20 minute rides and I just stack them up, if it's, you know, a few that I want to do, um, then I'll just go through and like filter to 20 minutes. But if I scroll down, I stop where the people come in because yep. I'm like, okay, this is the farthest back I'll go. I don't yeah. want to take those. Well, you know what it is? Sometimes people, I wonder if they're almost exaggerating how like their motions when they're cycling, like sometimes it won't even be that difficult. And the people, they look like they're in the tour de France. I mean, it's, and I wonder if it's just exaggerated. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it also depends on the point. bike they're using and, and everything. Like if they're not the same bikes as the one you have at your house, you're not used to it, but right. I, I don't know. I, I just, I can't get with that. It's not for me. But the more I think about it, actually, to your point, Joe, I don't know that I could be in the studio and not be distracted either. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I would not be able to focus on what's going on. It would solely be for me to just be like, I went to the Peloton New York studio. Um, and I took a live class. That would be my only I would, thing. I agree. I mean, I, I would be looking around saying, are these, do these people want to be in this room with me? What is that guy doing? You know? <laughs> right. I mean, well, granted, I would only go with the two of you. Right. Well, yeah, but <laughs> And one other, of course. We would take um, up a row. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'd be in the front row. Um, Alex, <laughs> I have a question for you. So if you were to go to a live class and could choose any of the cycling instructors, who would you choose to be in a class with? I'd say it's, I'm torn between two. I think Scott, by the look on your face, <laughs> you know, you know what my answer might be. Um, I would either have to say Emma Lovewell or Cody Rigsby. Okay. Okay. Wow. Both great instructors to have, uh, 
two of my favorites. But Cody would be a complete distraction. I would not be able to take it live and be like legitimate about the class because mm. <laughs> I'd just be, I'd be dying the whole time. Joe, if you could go to any class with an instructor, a live class, who would you choose? Dennis Murphy, uh, Dennis Morton. Dennis the, Morton, uh, me too. The old, that, that's like, I don't even have to think about it. I, I really love Dennis. I think he would be a great one to ride in the studio with. He seems very chill and uh, um, just a cool guy that I would love to be there with. Yes. He, uh, he was the first instructor that I really took those longer rides with because I started off, I guess, with the 20 minute rides and I still do a lot of 20 minute rides, but eventually I learned that I periodically like to do a 45 minute ride. And Dennis was the one that I started to do most of those rides with. Um, and that's the thing. It's, it's, it's interesting because the instructors for Peloton have each become celebrities in their own right. And when I talked earlier about following all these Instagram pages, I was really, you know, behind every joke, there's some truth. And there really is truth to that because you can learn a lot from the instructors, not just watching them in the studio, but how they live their lives. Like I, I read an article recently, what the Peloton instructors eat. Now I, I will never eat I this by the those. way. Never, I'll, you know, this is like, <laughs> never. I'm never going to have avocado for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but you know, it's just that, but um, by the way, I don't like avocados. Isn't that shocking? Is that unnerving? It, it is shocking. It is and, shocking. And you, you could be wrong. It's okay. Do you want to hear something very shocking and unnerving? I've never had mac and cheese. What? I can't even How? be near it. I just, I'm not a fan of it. I'm really not. I just did a whole podcast series with my friends, Paul and Dean about Disney, uh, dining at Disney Springs. And we went to all these restaurants and uh, I never revealed that I've not tried mac and cheese. Interesting. I love this fun fact we just learned about you, Scott. It's that's unnerving. Fact, it's very honestly. unnerving. That's a terrible. Do you not do you not like cheese at all, or just mac and cheese? That's a great question. Um, I do like cheese, and I like melted cheese. So, like, I love pizza, for example. But sometimes, depending on the cheese, I don't like it in certain ways. So, like, I guess mac mac and cheese is cheddar cheese most most of the time, right? That's melted. I don't like melted cheese. Doesn't have to be, but I don't like melted cheddar cheese, but I like melted mozzarella cheese. You know what? I don't think that sounds as weird as you think. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very much that way. Like if I, I mean, I don't eat, I'm a vegetarian. So like if I eat a veggie burger, like I don't like the cheese melted, but, Mm -hmm. but you know how like normally you would melt cheese on a burger. Like I, I just, I'm weird about different cheeses being melted, but mozzarella totally needs to be melted. I'm learning so much right now. Mozzarella is a great cheese. It's very like if you get a good piece of mozzarella, it makes the meal. Totally makes the meal. Totally. Hundred um, percent. But anyhow, with the instructors, Off topic. Each, well, no, this is it's all related. <laughs> well, in not way, yet. But, um, yeah. uh, the instructors have become famous in their own right, and uh, let me go around and ask you who are. Uh, I mean, uh, Alex just mentioned Cody and Emma are two of your favorite instructors. Who else are, do you find yourself taking a lot of classes with? Um, I love taking Allie Love. Mm. I used to take Ben Aldis and then that was like the only thing I knew was him and Leanne Hainsby for the entire like four months the first four months that I had the bike I only took them and I I can't tell you why like for some reason I just associated the Peloton with the UK and I was like well I should take somebody from the UK um and I just took so many Ben classes that I was like Oh my gosh, I have to branch out. Mm. Uh, that's when I started taking like Emma and Cody um, and Allie. But I'm finding myself taking Olivia a lot more. She's very challenging, but in a good way. Like I like it. 
Yes, uh, she's very challenging. Um, and I, Joe, I don't know if I shared this with you this morning after we completed that ride, but that ride was for me at least a major confidence boost because oh, yeah. I had heard for so long just how intimidating Olivia's rides were. And to have finished it, even if I couldn't hit all the metrics, has given me more confidence where I actually thought to myself next Wednesday, because Joe and I do a ride together every Wednesday, I thought maybe we should do another Olivia ride just to keep the momentum going. I, I don't mind that. I, I agree with you. That was It was a difficult ride, and it was one of the harder rides that they actually have. You know, mm -hmm. when you talk about like a hit in hills and um, I, when we were talking about doing the ride, you know, it was like, this is going to be hard. You know, we're going to be able to do this. And I'm glad we did it. It, it is. Yeah. Too, so. Absolutely. And Joe, in addition to Dennis, who are some of your favorite instructors? Oh, my, fa my favorite is Hannah Frankson. Mm. Um, I feel like she just programs the rides really well and, and tells you exactly what you need to do. It's perfect. Even the ones that are hard on her, like it just flies by for me and um, Dennis is my other favorite. So the two of them are really the ones I take the most. I've also been taking a lot of Kendall, mm -hmm. uh, Kendall tool. Like she's kind of thought of on the hard level, like Olivia, but, um, for some reason, I really like her rides and her music. She does a lot of pop punk songs, which I, you know, I still listen to. Mm -hmm. So her pop like punk rides Boy are the best. Yeah. The best I mean, rides. It's, There's it's nobody great. else that can do pop punk like Kendall can do pop punk. So, but I actually, playlist. I take all the instructors. I mean, even, even the ones I don't even like that much. I just, I like to, to take them, take everybody and see if, you know, maybe something will, will be good at that time or whatever it is. So. Yeah. It's, I know what you mean. Uh, when it, and, and like, like you, I like all the instructors too, for the most part, I really. Yeah. I, who do you take most? Scott? Dennis, if I can. Um, mm -hmm. But lately. I've been taking a lot of Emma Lovewell, I think. I had taken a lot of Allie Love and just took a little break. But in a moment, we'll talk about the strength training component of Peloton. And um, I've been using one particular instructor there a lot. So stay tuned for that reveal in a, two minutes or so. <laughs> but there was one other question I wanted to ask you about the bike, uh, which is what advice would you give to someone who's debating getting a Peloton and is intimidated by it all? Uh, because they're scared. Of, uh, cycling is an intimidating type of exercise. Um, it's not just traditional exercise bike stuff. So what's your advice for those that are debating getting a Peloton, but nervous to do so and feel, and, uh, uh, and let me just add also, and feel that it's such a big cost. They're hesitant to spend that money if they're unsure if they'll like it. I mean, for, for me, you know, there, there is a stigma around Peloton, which is that it's so expensive and it's only for really rich people and people are hesitant to spend the money on that, but they have these payment plans with no interest and things and they make it, they make it accessible. Um, so I think for the cost part of it, you, you can say, you know, if, if you're going to really use it and you want to invest in your health, there's a ton of different things on the platform. It's not just biking, mm -hmm. it's running and walking and weights and meditation and yoga and everything. And to the cost of all of that together, if you were going to do that separately anywhere else is, is prohibitive. So I actually don't think it costs as much as people say, I get so much use out of it. And, uh, I really think that for people to consider that it's, it's well worth it. So if, if you're into, you know, making yourself feel better and health at all, it's something to look into for sure. That's good advice, Joe. And, and Alex, how about you? Yeah. In terms of the money aspect, I completely agree with you, Joe. I think that a lot of the time people only associate like the bike aspect of it 
Um, and like I said, like when I'm traveling, I'm always doing the outdoor, whether it's walking, running, I'm always doing the strength training anyway. And meditation I do every night or I try to, at least I've been more consistent lately. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, in terms of somebody being afraid because of, you know, it being hard or, or whatever they might be afraid of. I think it's just important to know that like getting on the bike and just completing your first class is enough of an achievement in itself. Right. And you kind of just have to build up to a point where like, you're not going to jump from zero to 500 rides in a month. And I, I think that's also something that people kind of get wrapped, wrapped up into, um, you know, and like, I was terrified to take my first 45 minute ride, like two months in until like one of my coworkers was like, come on, let's do a ride together. And I was like, well, I don't know if I'll make it, but let me just do it. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just have to get past that, that stigma of like, you know, you can't do a 45 minute ride because you just started like, just get on the bike, just go do it and just release the energy in whatever way you can. If it's a 60 minute ride and your output is hundred, who cares? Right. Um, you know, it's just an accomplishment to get on and, and, you know, get there. And, and it's the start. That's a great point, Alex. And, and I, what I have found is that generally speaking, the Peloton community is very supportive. And so I've seen people post on Facebook because I belong to a couple of Peloton groups. Oh, I just did my first ride and I know I finished in the bottom third, but I got started and I'm ready to keep going. And from what I have seen, they're congratulated and encouraged. It's not a judgmental community. And if you're looking for community, I mean, this is my community right here, the two of you. This is all I need when it comes to Peloton. But if you if you are looking for a, wor- a world, thank you, for a world of support, it's there. Uh, they even have a whole weekend a year called Homecoming, which is kind of devoted to that, where they celebrate each other and the success that everyone has experienced. Um, I want to just ask a question before we get to the strength stuff. Alex, you mentioned you med- you try to meditate every night, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, what benefits do you find meditation brings to you? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on what I'm doing, but I feel like I like it for the whole breathing aspect of it. Cause I find at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm just to give a little bit of context here. Like I'm in school at the same time as like having a full-time job. It's super hard. Cause I feel like all day I'm going from one computer to the next computer to this, to that. And then at the end of the day, like my only releases or my only thing is like either paint or watch TV. And if I want to watch TV, I'm already like, that defeats the purpose of like, I don't want to be in front of another screen. Right. Because you, you go from like screen to screen all day. Um, and I just think that, you know, putting on a meditation, like whether it be right after work and before I jump into having dinner with family or playing with my puppy or whatever I'm doing after work or after being on, on the screen, um, I just feel like it's a good reset, right? Like mm-hmm. I take a few deep breaths. I think it kind of resets my mind um, and just puts me in a better mental space. And that's just, I guess, preparing me for like the next phase of the day, if you want to say, even though it's at like 7 p.m. Um, and then, you know, if I can't fall asleep, I just find it calming to have that relaxing music and somebody kind of guiding you through like, okay, be less stressed by breathing this way. Or, you know, cause even if it's tricking your brain into thinking a certain way, it works for me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it doesn't work for, for, you know, people, other people, but, um, yeah, I just find it soothing. Do you ever think of the Beatles when you meditate? Because they obviously were known for transcendental <laughs> meditation. Sometimes I play the Beatles before I go to bed. Oh, that's, that's cool. I, that's great. Um, you know, it's very interesting you say that. And what I have found, cause I've been trying meditation too. I, I actually want to make more of an effort with the Peloton app cause they do have good classes. I mean, yeah. what Peloton I think has started to really focus is this, 
it's not just about physical health. It's about mental health as well. And speaking for myself, I've, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but if you ever just like take a moment, no matter what you're doing, whether you're working, school, whatever it is, like your, your body, and I say you're, I mean, the people's bodies in general, they're so inclined to be in this tense state. Like if you take a moment to meditate and you just let yourself breathe, you could literally feel your body relaxing. For me, even if I don't feel stressed, just in the course of the day, if I, if I take a moment and just kind of relax my body, I could feel the tension come out of me, which is just astounding to me. Definitely. It, it only takes you know, five like minutes. Somebody, oh, sorry, no. Joe, I didn't no. mean to interrupt you. I, I was just going to say that, you know, they even have five minute meditations. You can, if you can find five minutes, it does help to relax it. Yes. It's yeah, it really does. Especially like when you wake up and you're like, you just feel like your body's tense and tight and your shoulders are up and you're just like on guard. Um, you know, your guard is up, but I, you're right, Scott, to your point, like you just take a deep breath and it kind of just runs through your body and you let it all out. Do you have uh, either one of you, the calm app on your iPhones? No, no. American express. If you're a certain card member gives a free subscription to calm. And it's really for the most part, a, as its name suggests, a calming app, a lot of meditation. And the only reason I mention it is because they have this feature where they do hour long remixes of songs. And it's just one song in a remix for an hour. And they have my favorite or one of my favorite Casey Musgrave songs, which is the song golden hour in a remix. Amazing. How great is that song? first of all that album is amazing totally i think we need to amazing. have an episode in itself Absolutely. talking about casey musgraves because she's phenomenal totally um but yeah i i what was i going to say to that sorry totally messing this up more editing for you do Scott. you like no it's fine <laughs> um i won't edit this this is phenomenal do you like the song late to the party by casey musgraves um i've been saying since that song came out that that was going to be my wedding song <laughs> because i'm obsessed wow. with it oh that's great um, i I have known her, known about her since I went to see her at Starline Ballroom. And I kid you not, there were like 25 people there. Wow. And it, and I kept thinking, wow. I was just like, how is she not selling out Starline Ballroom? And then two, two years later, I go and it's packed, packed to the gills, completely full. And then I saw her at um, in Philadelphia at the Met and it was completely mm-hmm. sold out. Mm-hmm. So it's so weird to kind of follow that journey. But Back to your point, Late to the Party, I think is one of her best songs too. What is, uh, before we get back to Peloton, because I, I, I'm i a huge Casey Musgraves fan, and as Joe knows, what is your favorite song on the album Golden Hour? Oh, that is so hard. I love Velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis is a great that song. Is, yes, yes, that's a great yes. song. Scott, I just had like this weird deja vu because I feel like we talked about the song Velvet Elvis, like probably when the album came out, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it was you. Um, yeah, Velvet Elvis is awesome. Her voice her. sounds great on that particular track. I don't know what they did in the studio, but they just it's got this cool. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's awesome. It's just awesome. That um, record is amazing. So good, so good. They should do a Casey Musgraves ride. I don't think they've done that on Peloton. I know. I was thinking that. Which side note? I'm getting a Casey Musgraves. Well, not really a Casey Musgraves tattoo because I don't get tattoos of like just artists. Um, um you know that the Happy and Sad. Logo. No, no, no. I was just going to mention that song. I was literally going to mention well, that song because yeah. what I'm getting on Sunday. <laughs> okay. Building off of that, 
I just watched the movie on Netflix to all the boys always and forever. You know, that teen series to all the boys. I love. Okay. And in the final movie, my wife and I were watching it. There's a line in there where the lead character says something like, it's amazing that I could be so happy and sad at the same time. And I thought to myself, that's like the song happy and sad. I freaking love that song. And the lyrics are so amazing. Every single, every single track on that record is ridiculous. It's so great. Lonely Weekend? No, no, is that the song? It's yeah. a Lonely Weekend. Oh, that's lonely a weekend. great song. Yeah. Great song. We got to, okay, more episode ideas are coming to my mind yeah. right now. <laughs> but um, I wanted to just, uh, among the topics I, I wanted to cover, I wanted to talk a little bit about strength training because that is an aspect of Peloton that I have really gotten into. Um, I do have free weights in my basement. And what Peloton offers is, different lengths classes. So you have 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30. And I did a 45 minute full body workout the other day. And I find this to be phenomenal. The, uh, one of the things about Peloton that astounds me is the ability to really get an amazing workout, just watching my iPhone screen and generally following what the instructors are doing. And on the strength workouts, the instructor I really like there is Matty Majacomo. He's my favorite strength instructor. And I like Ben for strength as well. Uh, I just find that by doing these 10 minutes, all you need is 10 minutes. You could do a 10 minute arms and shoulders, 10 minute chest and back, and you will see a difference. And just doing this, like tapping, tagging it onto a longer workout, you do the bike for 30, you do a strength for 10, you will see a difference. And that has given me confidence as I go through uh, my Peloton experience. I would agree for sure. And I think what's so great Scott about that too is the sense of community not only from like people around you and Facebook and social media but the instructors themselves I don't ever feel I mean and you guys totally correct me if I'm wrong and jump in but I don't ever feel like they're they're pushing like that glorified factor of like okay tomorrow today if you do 10 minute abs tomorrow you're gonna have a six pack like I've never gotten that mentality from any of the instructors or even the community they've all they all stress that sense of like no you have to work toward it of course but you're not going to see results overnight and I think to your point again Scott like those five even if you do like five minutes I I mean my arms are totally weak and I can only do five like five minutes some days and if like I'd rather do five minutes each day than not do it at all and that's kind of my mentality going going into strength um and of course I've increased the time like over time and as I've had the app and the bike but um you know, I feel like you really see results after a month or two months just by doing those five or 10 minute workouts. And it's Mm -hmm. so convenient. Yeah. I mean, it really, it all adds up and it goes to, like I was saying, the overall fitness that that they're pushing. And to your point, Alex, I, I think you're right. I don't think that I've ever heard an instructor say anything about, you know, getting a six pack or having muscles or losing weight. I don't even, I mean, I've actually seen comments online in some of the groups that I read that they're not even allowed to say these things because it's more of a community where as long as you get up, show up and start doing some exercise, you're, you're making yourself better. And that's what I really like. Um, you know, especially for the strength training and stuff. I, I, Scott, I agree with you. I think Maddie is a great strength instructor and Ben, I really like, um, I wish he would do more, but he's also a bike instructor. So it's, it's not as, you know, he doesn't have that many classes, but, uh, I mean, I, I actually go to a trainer, on uh, you know certain days of the week, and the exercises that he does with us at the trainer are basically the same that the Peloton instructors are doing. So it, it, these are they're real exercises, they're real um, you know 
moves, I guess they call them. And uh, it, it's, it's not like a little th throwaway thing for them. It looks like they're really trying to make it, make it, uh, you know, part of the platform. And, you know, a problem for me over the years has been that I would be working out and eating really well. And then something would get off track. I'd eat a really bad meal. I would feel my workouts weren't good. And that would sort of derail me. And that's what would start to begin the, to cause the weight to come back. And Peloton has taught me that it doesn't matter if you get off track. We're human. The instructors themselves have talked about how much they like on occasion eating chips and burgers yep. and fast food. And, uh, you know, I was doing, I've always had trouble with push-ups. That's been my weak spot. And I was doing a course where I had to do push-ups and I just couldn't do them. I, I was not getting the form. And the instructor has said, and if you got to get on your knees and do them, which makes it easier, that's great. Do that too. And I did. In the past, I would have been like, oh, what's the point of doing this? I'm on my knees. I'm not getting a good workout. But now, Joe, like you just mentioned a moment ago, getting there and doing something is absolutely better than doing nothing. And so that's an example of just pushing through, doing the best you can. And over time, you will get stronger and be able to do oh, those things you couldn't. Right. Definitely. And to your point, Scott, too, I cannot do a push-up to save my life. <laughs> um, they're hard, I, they're hard. Everybody thinks they're easy. Yeah, they're one of the hardest things you because can do. I, I know, and I feel like every, and I'm not, I don't mean this in a mean way, but I think that like in something that I didn't recognize either was like, I thought I was doing them the whole time until I learned the correct form. And then I went to do one and I'm like, oh, well, I can't do pushups now. Um, so I think that to your point, like the, the modifications also add up. Like now I can do maybe one with the correct form where I, whereas I can do like a half of a pushup before, right. um, but doing that, like on your knees, it's so much more beneficial than not doing it at all. That, that's another good thing about the strength programs. They always give modifications. Yes. So mm -hmm. it, they, they give you, they give you whatever the rep that they're doing, and then they give you ways to make it easier and harder, you know? So whatever is it's, it's whatever works for you. And I really like that too. Sometimes I do the easier way. Sometimes I do the harder way that they're saying than they're saying, I mean, it, it, it helps. Right. Or you can mix it up in the same class, right? Like if you can't do yep. a push up, and you have to modify and, and do it on your knees and then you know, like maybe later in the class, you can do one of the harder modifications. Right. Um, and I think that just boosts your confidence too in itself. I also have learned with Peloton strength training that you could use really light weights and have an amazingly good workout. I would have always thought, like I remember on one workout thing, they wanted you to use the three pound weights that came on the back of the bike. And I ended up using five pound weights thinking, I, I don't, I'm going to go above three. It's, you know, <laughs> and it was a mistake. And I said to myself, never again will I use, yeah. I, I'm going to follow what they say because you get a good workout. I just had a recent experience like that. I grabbed the five pound weights and I was doing, I think it was an Alley Love, it had to be a 10 minute arms and shoulders toning. Mm -hmm. And it was one where she was doing the punches straight out. Yes. And I thought I was going to keel over. I'm not, not even, I thought my arms were going to fall off. I had to put them down and switch. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. It's very difficult. Um, you know, as, as we're talking tonight, I think if it works for you both, maybe we'll do a follow-up episode sometime soon where we'll talk specifically about eating and dieting, because I think that's a whole other show. Yeah. I think it'd be too much yeah, to definitely. get into tonight. I have a question uh, that I was thinking of what um, products or, or services or, or whatever, are you hoping that Peloton puts out in the future? It's a great you know, question. Joe. The app and everything. What are you thinking? Great question. 
Alex, you uh, want to go first? Wanna, oh, all right, cool. Um, I hope there's some sort of exercise mat, like maybe a yoga mat. Um, I, I think maybe Scott and I have touched upon this, um, but yeah, maybe something interactive that kind of can correct your form or sh- I mean, I don't even know if that's possible, but it's 2021. So maybe, because <laughs> um, I feel like that's a big thing. And even though you're doing it with the instructor, I feel like sometimes I probably don't have the right form mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. right posture. And I think Absolutely. that's super important, especially if you're like really going into strength training and, and, you know, upping your time with that. Yeah. Yeah. There's something that uh, some company that Peloton bought, which, and Alex, we did talk about this because there was something in the news that seemed to suggest that maybe Peloton would come out with a mat that would correct your form. And that would be really interesting for me. You know, there's always these rumors about a rowing machine and will Peloton be coming out with a rowing machine? Uh, I mean, that would be interesting to see. I would, uh, I, I, I think that would be cool. Um, the more I think about the mat, the more I would want something like that. Cause I think that would be really neat besides that. I mean, they have a treadmill, which they're fixing now. Uh, they have the bike. If they come out with the wrong machine, what other type of cardio equipment is there for the home? I guess a stair machine, right? It could be a stair master. It could be an elliptical. Um, could be type. Machine. I, I love the stair master. That would be cool too. That would be perfect for and me. And I love the rower also. Bike training. I mean, I, I, I personally would never use the rower. I know that. I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I just get no enjoyment from using the rower. But I really hope that they put out some sort of a strength machine. Like I want the tonal really yes. bad which is basically Peloton for strength training, but it's a different company. And if, but I don't want to buy another piece of machinery and then have another subscription service and everything like that. But if, if Peloton did it and it was included in the, in the fee that we already pay, I would buy that mm-hmm. in a second. Right. Right. Well, that's why I feel like I would want to get the tread because it's already included and we get all the benefits from that already. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good stuff. Well, we'll see what Peloton, you know, they're going to be coming out with stuff. So that's, uh, we'll just have to stay tuned and see what, what's coming out. Alex, and I think oh, you had sure. a question as well. Yeah, definitely have a question. Um, what are your guys' go-to rides? Like the types of rides, I guess, no, you know what? Let's start here. Type of ride, meaning like Hidden Hills, just hit Tabata and then go-to music choice. If oh. you're only doing like a music ride. Great, great questions. Uh, Joe, you want to go first? Uh, sure. I, so that's, that's a hard question because sometimes they call it a music ride, but it really is like disguised as something else. I mean, my favorite rides, the style are hidden Hills and like a climb type ride. I, I just, I know some people don't like it, but I really like climbing, you know, um, when, when you put the resistance higher and you don't necessarily go as fast on the cadence and the, and how fast your legs are moving. I find it very difficult to move, to go fast on the bike with the cadence, but I, so I, I just like something with more resistance and I just find that more enjoyable. So usually for me, I'm going to try to find like a hidden Hills or a, uh, a climb type ride. Yeah. For me, uh, I actually, what I look at, I look at each week as sort of its own thing. And over the course of a week, I just try to have a mixture of rides. And what I've been doing recently is every Saturday, I do a 30 minute intervals and arms ride with Dennis. That's just what I've done over the past few weeks. And I find that to be good and challenging, but not overwhelming. And what I've been doing on Wednesdays with Joe is we usually do a 60 minute ride. And just the sheer fact that 60 minutes makes it challenging, regardless of what it is. Although today we did the 45 minute hidden Hills. 
And I'll mix in there some low impacts uh, just to kind of give my legs a break, but to also build the calories. And uh, I usually get in, uh, like this past Monday, for example, I did a 20 minute uh, 80s ride with Dennis. And then I had done a, a 20 minute before that. So just like a, a whole, really a whole mix. And in terms of, Alex, you asked about music as well. What, what type of music? Yeah, I always find myself gravitating toward like 80s and, and pop punk, of course, with Kendall. But what are your guys' go-tos? Well, if there's Broadway, I always want to see what's on the Broadway. Uh, oh, right. yeah, I always think course, Broadway rides. Of course. That, that's number one, always. Uh, Disney rides are good, too. There's, D- Kendall did a phenomenal Disney ride a couple of weeks ago. I like that. Um, I'll, I'll note in response to your question, Alex, that Peloton does do what they call artist series, where they'll team up with an artist and do usually cycling, strength, yoga things. So they did a whole Beatles series. They've done Elvis. They recently did Usher. Everybody from Post Malone to Beyonce to Prince to Dolly Parton. So a whole mix of stuff. Uh, and I usually, I, I like this, the artist series rides. I, I tend to do a lot of those just to, although we haven't gotten Ariana, we haven't gotten Taylor, we haven't gotten Casey Muskers. Yeah, which we need all three of. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see an Ariana ride happening at some point. The other two, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But I mean, for, for me, the music type, it's really funny. I usually gravitate, to, if there's an EDM ride, I'll take that. I, I really like the way they do the rides with the with the, with the bass drops and everything. It's usually a climb ride when they do it. So I like that. And pop punk, of course. Um, but I'm like, Scott, I'll take any any ride. It doesn't, it's, I don't pick a ride for the music. Half the time I can't even hear the music because I'm trying just to stay upright in the seat. <laughs> so it's, you know, I, I don't, I don't need, it's just, if it looks good, I'll take it. Alex, how about yeah. you? I think my go-to in terms of like the structure would be Hitting Hills. I just like a challenge, but I also, I did my first 60 minute climb the other day with Ben and I absolutely loved it. I've mm. only done 10 minute climbs just cause I like to kind of add them on sometimes. I like climb rides to your, to your point, Joe. I always add, yeah. I feel like I'm always adding resistance in the climb just to kind of make it more challenging. Um, so structure wise, that's probably my choice. And like you guys, I'll take anything. I love the Broadway rides. I love eighties and pop punk, of course. Yeah. They're all my favorite. Do you have a favorite? And if I see ride? that you guys take them, it's like, of course I have to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the rides you've taken, do you have a favorite single ride? Oh, that's so hard. Um, I, you know, honestly, this might surprise you. I loved Kendall's most recent pop punk. Oh, yep. Um, because she opened with Jack's mannequin and I feel like so many people don't know Jack's mannequin. I don't even know. Do you guys know Jack's mannequin? I've, I've seen Jack's mannequin and Andrew McMahon like five or six times in concert that he's great. Oh, he's I don't amazing. know. And no way, Scott, I'm sending you the record immediately when we're done cool. recording. Awesome. <laughs> um, but that everything in transit came out, I think before I was born, maybe, or shortly after I was probably like two or three. And I've been listening to it since high school. And I'm obsessed with, with Andrew McMahon, of course. And she opened with it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a really good ride. I so mean, it, it's probably my favorite. Yeah, that, that was a good ride. And I think she actually had a 30 minute pop punk right before that, which was also one of what is just an excellent ride. I mean, she always does the pop punk. I don't think anyone else really does that, which is a shame, yeah. but she's, she's good. With it makes that. her, it makes her unique. I like it. Yeah. You know, she's very big on California and half of these bands are from California. So 
yeah. it works uh, that way. That's that's a good ride. Nice call. I'll I'm also gonna have give, to take that one again. Good. Yeah. Go ahead. I also give a shout out to Christine Derrickall and her new wave rides, which I've started doing recently. Those are really good. I like oh, those. Yeah? Yes. I used to I used to not take any of Christine's rides. Just I don't even know why. I thought she was, you know, boring or this and that. But now that I've started taking a few of them, like I said, I take everybody and they, she's grown on me a lot. Yes. Totally. Totally. Do you have a favorite ride? Taken Scott? Her. I have to. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, Joe, I really liked what we did. I guess it was last Wednesday, which is that 60 minute Christine New Wave ride. Yep. Out of the rides I've done with her, that's been my favorite. Yeah. And I'll just, but, yeah, go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to note that if you have an Apple Music or Spotify account, you can connect it to Peloton. And when a song comes on, if you like it, you could save it. So that's a way for you to, it's, a, it's actually a real good music discovery tool. Definitely. Nice. One of my favorite features, honestly. Yes. And I think that is a great segue into the rapid fire. I don't know Amazing. why it's a segue to a rapid fire. <laughs> I, I love I love a Scott rapid fire. Why not? Joe, I'm okay. I'm going to give you, I'll, I'll let you, uh, I'll do Alex first and then Joe. I'm going to give five questions to both of you. They may not be the same questions. Okay. And I was not ready for this. So I'm going to think of these off the top of my head. Here we go. Okay. You only have 30 minutes to work out. Uh, you could do a 30 minute hidden hills with Ben or a 30 minute hidden hills with Kendall. What do you do? Kendall. You have a choice between a Kendall pop punk ride for 20 minutes or a 45 minute Olivia EDM ride. What do you do? Kendall. Uh, okay. You, um, you join a gym and you learn they have a spin studio and that they're really promoting their classes. Do you go to the spin class or do you say, no, I don't need to do this because I'm loyal to Peloton only? <laughs> I am loyal all the way. <laughs> um, okay. You, uh, you get a $100 gift certificate to Peloton Apparel. Um, you have a choice between the Peloton Adidas collaboration for a $100 item, or you could spend $50 to get two separate things. What do you do? Two separate things. <laughs> okay, last question <laughs> on this rapid fire. I'm not quite sure how this is going. I'm not sure if my questions are really that great, but um, uh, okay. This is a good question. This is a good one. You had you a could... really good one for me on the phone, and I think it's coming now. Oh, I don't think. No, <laughs> don't no, 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 no. It won't be this because this is a response to our episode. Do you remember what the question on the phone was? Yes, I what remember. Which I'm, I might spin around and ask you guys. Okay. <laughs> if you could pick one instructor to have lunch with, who would it be? Great question, but I want, oh, that's a great question. <laughs> well, you but came over here, it. <laughs> here was my last question for you based on tonight's podcast. Um, you go on the bike tomorrow morning and you are surprised to see that there is a Taylor series, an Ariana series, and a Casey Musgrave series, all 30 minutes, all taught by Kendall. Which one do you do first? Oh, no. Oh, Casey Musgraves. I okay. have to. Okay, great. Um, and let me ask you that question that you just posed to us. If you could have lunch with any Peloton instructor, who would it be? Oh, it would be Emma Lovell because we need to talk about music. Okay. Good, good answer. Where would you go for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> she won't eat anything. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. If you so went to lunch with a Peloton instructor and ordered like a burger and fries, someone should call the police. <laughs> 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 be arrested for that. Um, 
Okay, Joe, uh, can I begin by asking you the question that um, Alex just asked in terms of if you could go to lunch with any Peloton instructor, who would it be? Um, I'm going to throw you a curveball. I'd probably pick Sam Yo. Oh, okay. Because uh, because of his life and uh, he's done so many things. He was a monk. I would mm-hmm. just like to hear how he got to this point. Yes, that's a great he answer. Seems so that's, nice. that's a good one. I'm jealous of your answer now, Joe. Uh, Joe, uh, also, same question I asked Alex. You wake up, there's 30-minute Kendall's Alex ride, um, Ariana ride, Taylor ride, and Casey ride. What do you do out of those three? I would do the Taylor ride first just because I saw it there. It would be the first thing I would do. Mm -hmm. I actually Um, don't know if it would be the best ride, but it would be the first one I would do. If a gym you belong to had a cycling class, would you – do it or would you look at it with disdain <laughs> that you've been on Peloton? I would take it I would, just to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. I'd still do the Peloton though. I wouldn't take any more. I would do one. If you had a choice between a 60 minute ride of an Olivia Hidden Hills for 60, okay, or a Kendall Pop Punk for 60, what do you do? Probably the Kendall for 60. If Dennis called you up on the phone and said, hey, Joe, listen, I'm going to do a 30 minute ride tomorrow. I really don't know what type of ride to do or what music to do. I need help. What, what would you tell him to do? What type of ride? What music? For Dennis, I would probably tell him to do uh, like a funk type ride, you know, something um, 70s, 80s type music like that. And my last question for both of you, and we'll conclude on this before we get to stuff we love. Dennis called you up and says, Alex, Joe, I, I really need advice. I don't know whether to put my hair in a ponytail again or keep it short. What should I do? What do you tell him? Short. I, I would also say short, but I would pass out if Dennis called me. That would be the, <laughs> right. that, would be, <laughs> that would be one of the highlights of my life. And with Dennis that, calls you and he says, uh, you can only go into the Peloton studio to take classes for the rest of your time with Peloton. What do you do? With him? That that's you know. <laughs> Is that that guy who always rides with Dennis again? <laughs> By the way, if, you know, there's a video on YouTube where Dennis was teaching a class and there were two guys talking during the class and he got so angry with them. Uh, go on YouTube and, and watch it. And he's, he keeps looking at them. And at one point he's like, guys, come on. I would be so nervous being in a live class. I don't even know if I could perform on the bike because I would I wa- be- I've watched that video multiple times. It's a great video. <laughs> Like, don't make a sound. Don't sweat. Don't, <laughs> don't do anything. Don't even move. And, uh, I guess before we get to stuff we love, Alex, will you join us uh, for our next health episode where we'll talk about food and dieting? Uh, always. Of course. Wonderful. Okay. I would love that. Cool. I'm looking forward to it already. Well, this has been a lot of fun and, uh, feel free to write to us and ask us any questions you have about Peloton. If it's something you're thinking about, uh, picking up. Not that you could pick up a Peloton, like you could pick up a, you know. An <laughs> I actually moved my Peloton bike today and it was, uh, it was an ordeal. I'll tell you that. Wow. Very scary. Yeah. I, I certainly cannot move my Peloton bike. <laughs> I went to Dunkin' but... Donuts the other day and I saw a Peloton uh, truck sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> so I'm curious what the driver in the back ate. room. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyhow, we're now going to turn to the Stuff We Love segment. Uh, This is the part of the show where tonight, Alex, Joe, and I are going to tell you about something we've been enjoying lately and recommend to you. So um, let's begin. Uh, Alex, do you have anything you'd like to recommend this evening? Um, Well, like I I touched on before, I would recommend listening to some Beatles music before bed. I Mm. think that's very soothing and relaxing. Definitely sets you up for 
a good sleep and a good day the next day. And something that I'm enjoying, but would probably not recommend <laughs> um, is, you guys are so going to make fun of me for this. I am super into watching Jersey Shore lately. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> like, because I, I feel like it's very nostalgic because I'm like, wow, I totally watched this when I was 13 and thought they were the coolest people ever. And now I watch it again and I'm like, oh my God, this is hysterical. Like, what are they doing? Um, I don't have any reaction except that, that that's great. That, that's I will great. not make fun of you. Amazing. I'll just Thanks, leave Joe. it at that. Alex, did you ever, uh, all three of us are from New Jersey. Did you ever go to the Jersey shore in terms of some of those places that the cast goes to like those types of bars or clubs? Um, I definitely did not go to the clubs, <laughs> um, but I did run into them at the shore store once. So that was pretty fun while well, they were filming, which was super interesting. Were you on the um, show? No, <laughs> I didn't want to be. Uh. Um, yeah. My cousin opted to be in though which was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. She signed her life away to MTV. Is she on YouTube or anything? I would, I'll take a look. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm going to send you, I'll send you guys the clip. Yes. That'd be awesome. Um, uh, okay. Well, no, I'm not, a, not a, a Jersey Shore club kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's a great recommendation. And I actually, yeah, I don't watch Jersey Shore regularly, but every time I do, I find it quite fascinating. Oh yeah. Joe, how about you? What's your stuff we love recommendation tonight? Um, I'll say two things. One is related to our discussion tonight, which is that I just looked earlier and Dennis has a meditation class on the app or the, the program right now. So I'm really hoping that leads to more Dennis meditations because I love Dennis. As and you know. Is that brand new? It is brand new. It came out yesterday. Wow. So it's called I think we need a Joe and we need a Joe and Dennis collaboration. That's the dream. In the future. I, that is the that dream. Is the I, dream. I, I can't even think about that because I won't be able to get any work done tomorrow. <laughs> um, and then for uh, for another thing, I was watching a show on Netflix called uh, Shadow and Bone. It's um, a fantasy series, you know, kind of in the uh, based on a book um, by, by by written by Lee Bardulo, which is I w- I don't want to call it young adult, but it's geared towards young young adults, I guess. But it was a very good show. I really liked it. I have read the book series um, and it's pretty, pretty faithful to the book in my opinion. So I, I, it was a really good show. It was enjoyable. Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Shadow and Bone. Sounds good. And uh, for me, uh, I actually also have a Netflix show as well. I'm very late to this party to bring it back to Casey Musgraves reference, but uh, the Queen's Mm -hmm. Gambit uh, is a great show on Netflix. I just started watching it recently. I'm on the fourth episode now. It got a lot of attention when it came out. It's about a uh, a woman who becomes a an amazingly good chess player and her experiences traveling the world playing chess. And it's interesting because I just finished season three of The Crown. I'm also late to the party on that one and catching up. And one of the things about The Crown is I, I'm amazed at the budget that Netflix must have for that show and the extravagant sets and how well it's filmed. Queen's Gambit, it's not as extravagant as The Crown, but it's just as stylistic. And I, I think it's a... When you watch the Queen's Gambit, it's really forget the plot, forget anything else. Like you just can't take your eyes off the screen. The settings are so unique and the way they recreate that 1960s time period is is quite awesome. So yeah. that is my recommendation. I really love the Queen's Gambit. Did you get to an episode where she went to Las Vegas yet or no? Yes. I, I thought they recreated that hotel. Like It was unbelievable. Awesome episode. It was like walking into Vegas in the 60s or something. Yes. It was amazing. Well, I'm going to have to start the Queen's Gambit now. 
you would like. I think there's only six to recommend. Is there only six episodes or don't know? I don't think there's a lot. It it goes really quickly. It's it's great. Do you play chess, either one of you? No, but my I I don't really play. But what the a funny thing is, my brother said that he watched The Queen's Gambit and it it inspired him to start taking up chess. And Scott's laughing because he knows my brother. You would never think he would take up chess at all. So (laughs) if you can make him do it, anybody can do it. Wow. Well, anyhow, this has been an awesome time as always. Alex, it's so great having you on the show. This is, uh, you know, I love being here. I'm I'm so excited to, uh, to do our health and wellness episode. That's going to be good. We'll have a, we'll have a Casey Musgraves one soon. We should Um, do that. That's actually a good episode. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for having me guys. I love it. Every time we always, we always have a good time. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll tell our listeners where they can find the stuff. We love podcast. We are on Twitter at stuff. We love pod. Yeah. Love <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> I was trying to think in my head. Oh, Cause I do this by memory now. I'm used to doing it, but I, I forgot it there. So yeah, stuff. We love pod on Twitter stuff. We love podcast on Instagram. We have a Facebook page and a YouTube channel. You can write to us stuff. We love podcast at gmail.com. Our website is stuffwheelofpodcast.podbean.com. And uh, that's where we're at. So uh, feel free to write in. Feel free to follow us and check out our prior episodes. We uh, welcome all our new listeners. There's been quite a few of you recently. So uh, welcome to the podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please leave us those good five-star reviews online because that makes it easier for others to discover the podcast as well. And uh, with that, I will go around the virtual table one more time. I am Scott. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. And this has been the Peloton episode of the Stuff We Love podcast.